tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langzer. I believe we are now live. Okay, we are live. Yeah. The, the whole technology of this is just nuts. I, I, should, should we start with the official mastering medicine? Should we just say, what are we doing, gentlemen? I mean, this is crazy. We're all working remotely and still doing what we do. I'm, you know what? I'm enjoying Dylan's Disney clock on the back wall. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's had my eye since we, since we first jumped in. Uh, he's yeah, he so I redecorate, but I think he's. I realized, up. yeah, I realized that this is just not like a, a fun office. It's like just gray, and that's the only thing I have on the back. Look at me. Although, bro. check out that pillowcase. Isn't that sick? We're so, uh, that is awesome. We're still yeah, COVID nineteen, so, but I'm still performing. I'm using things in the room to you know make my comments and post my vocals. <laughs> so here so, we are. We're at uh, Mitzvah Mastering Mitzvahs episode fifty four. Um, I hope we don't have to do this remotely too many more times, but, uh, I'm at, well, I like that we're getting used to a new program though. I feel like we're like zoom masters. I feel like the whole world is zoom master. Uh, yes, yes. Um, so you guys, we were talking about, uh, same thing to everybody else is talking about is COVID-19, but relating to mitzvahs, how do families cope with it? How do you deal with the changes? I mean, we right. in ourselves have changed 40 to 50 different contracts already, but how do families change? So that, that's the main topic today. And I literally think too, Mikey, it, it, it's changing day to day, literally. Like there's new news briefs and bulletins are popping up everywhere. So, you know, we're, we're being as flexible as possible and kind of rolling with the punches. So, yeah. So any listeners that are uh, tuned in, if you have any questions, if you have a topic that you're dealing with yourself as you're uh, planning, replanning, scheduling, um, let us know. But Post your comment and we'll do our best to, uh, to hit it up. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying um, to tackle everything real time today, so coming right at it. But, you know, the, the very first one that, that I saw as I was uh, looking at the Mainline Mitzvahs uh, site, which is for Mainline uh, over in Pennsylvania there uh, by uh, Bella Kinwood area, um, is people that are considering splitting the mitzvah into two different weekends or multiple weekends, meaning, you know, do they have the service either now when it was planned and doing it virtually um, and then doing the party a couple months from now or – Maybe they can't coordinate all their vendors and, you know, maybe they do the service. I'll just throw out there for, uh, I don't know, September 12th, but the party is September 19th. I mean, um, Dylan, I'll toss it to you first. What do you think? Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of that. So I've spoken to a couple of the families that uh, I work closely with and they, like, for example, one of them had their mitzvah on March 14th and won't have their party that they booked us for. They won't have their reception until sometime later. Um, and I'm seeing weddings too. Um, but I don't think that that's a bad option. I don't like, it's a really tough situation. So did this family have a big service or did they do something small in their home? No, super small. It was at the synagogue. It was just the family and the rabbi. That was it. And the photographer. You know, what's pretty cool. uh, Pretty cool about that. That fact to you guys is that, you know, right now, we're all on lockdown. You know, everybody's kind of cabin fevering it up and, you know, stuff's crazy. I I agree with you, Dylan, as it, you know, not being a bad idea, just, you know, positive energy, positive vibes, you know, being able to do this remotely and, you know, having 
65, 70 of your, your closest relatives, maybe family, friends on a Zoom call to, for support and just to, you know, like just show that there's love out there and that this is, you know, still totally being appreciative as it should be as you write a passage and it's a big day, you know? So uh, how about virtual ceremonies? Because, uh, you know, that's a thing now. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as, so that's a little bit tricky because you got to have the right technology to, to do it. Um, so like, don't just assume that you can crank it out. Uh, really do your due diligence if you're going to opt to that. And I don't want to be negative about it because we still suck at it too. Like we're, we're learning as we, as we go. Right. Um, but yeah, I would say that if you're going to do a virtual anything, mm. do your due diligence about figuring out how it works. Like we learned real fast about how you need quality microphones, quality headphones. You need uh, some engagement from your computer to Facebook, from Zoom to Facebook, or however you're going to do it. So if you're going to do a live ceremony or a live reception, which hasn't really been a topic yet, just know what you're getting into, right? Right. And just to add on to that, I mean, really just to, you know, keep it one-on-one deal with that. Those are great points. I mean, your internet, internet connection needs to be, you know, top-notch, like something as simple as that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I would say, Mike, um, just to double back on, and hit home the point that you had made. I don't think that it's a bad option to consider having ceremony and reception split. Okay. I, I want the families that listen to this to, and planners and, and industry people to know that that's not bad. It's just the cards we were dealt. Mm-hmm. So if your vendors are important to you, like having Jordan Marshall BMC then let's get creative. Let's get flexible. I think we're going to see a run on Thursday events. Um, I got a call from an overnight camp that says, will you host a bar mitzvah party for one of our overnight camp kids during the summertime? Like he's having his, he's having his ceremony um, earlier like this year. And then we'll have all his family to the camp. Come to camp. Right. And so I think getting creative is really key there. Right. And, and this is also where, you know, us as professionals and, and guys, if you're tuning in, like lean on your, on your pros and, and ask for different ideas. And, you know, we love, you know, brainstorming and coming up with, with, you know, stuff that changes the game. I like, think about it right now, like, you know, as crazy as it sounds that this is literally the hand we've been dealt, as you said, Dylan, um, embracing it and running with it is, is kind of fun. I mean, this, everything being digital now and, and us doing our thing and, and, you know, being on, uh, being you know, up and, and doing stuff live on Facebook and Instagram, like the platforms are crazy. The platforms are super strong. So it, it is, it sucks, but it's kind of interesting. So one, one of the pieces <laughs> that I keep hearing people talking about here is, uh, you know, the, 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 the Torah itself, you know, reading from the Torah and what portion of it you have. Some shuls have been more flexible in allowing, uh, let's say, a March reading to happen later in the year. And others are not, you know, like you have to, you know, you, these kids prepare for years to read their portion and this might play a big factor in do you split up your service, you know, because if you don't think your son or daughter will be able to do a whole new portion in a couple months and the, the temple's enforcing that, that in itself is tricky. I mean, you, right. do want, you do want the kids to be proud of their reading and proud of their moment and you really don't want them going in nervous um i mean prior to COVID 19 
a lot of the families that said, you know, my son or daughter are a little shaky still with their Hebrew. We're going to do a small service or a service at the, uh, the, the party venue. They already are going into it knowing, you know, Hebrew is not their strength. Uh, you know, we still want to have a great celebration. So keeping that and knowing that in advance is a big part, you know, knowing as you're about to reschedule, know if you are going to be assigned a new uh, reading or not. And, and Mike, just to touch on that, you know, we, we're going back and forth a little bit and, uh, you know, on the topic of like the event changing, the event has to change. At this point, all the events have to change, but let's embrace it. Maybe have some fun. You know, we're, I'm going back and forth right now with, with Andrea Heck. Shout out to Andrea. Um, and a pretty cool idea. What about a creative way? And I'm putting it out here right now. You're hearing it for the first time. What about a creative way to let people know that the event has changed? Maybe that's a video that we produce, or maybe we do it with cool music, or maybe it's a play on words or something fun just to, you know, make light of the situation. It's happening. Everybody knows it's happening, but let's have some fun doing it. You know, we have all these videos and all these posts and stuff that we're putting up. Maybe it's a cool little re-invite. So you've been re-invited and here's how we're doing it now. And that's something that we could even help with as, as a higher end entertainment company um, and your vendors get them involved, you know, put people out there, you know, video is such a powerful tool and uh, you know, make something cool, make something fun and, and let's, let's roll with it. So I, I, I saw a few video announcements already on these pages, people sharing them to give other families ideas. Right. Here's our video announcement of a rescheduled event. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's almost like a intro video. Like we talked about last week, right. like um, a Tyler type thing. Yeah. Um, Shout I, out to John I, I, I don't want to pass on that topic because it's a great topic. We should hit it. But the other piece of it that I was also seeing is people asking the questions, what do I do with my print invitations? If I haven't set them out yet, um, or do I scrap a whole print invitation? Cause right now everything's so in the, up in the air. Do I do an evite? Uh, and then other people are commenting and said, be careful because these invites end up in spam. So let's take this whole invite or re-invite as a topic. And topic. Write it, it down. Well, so I saw a couple creative families using their WordPress skills or their Weebly skills or their Wix skills and creating a website, which is way more popular in the wedding game. But like straight up, that's a great way to keep people in the loop, having a website dedicated to all things related to your mission. Or even like an app. And it's so easy. It's so easy. It takes like, you know, an hour of real time to create it. So I think there's a lot of great ways to do it, but I think the big piece that I took away from what you were saying, Jordan, is have fun with it. We know it sucks. Right. The people who are going to have the most fun with it are the ones who go into it with that mindset. So, uh, yeah. yeah, thanks, Andrea, for, for giving us that. Uh... That was huge. I actually want to bring up a topic of, of swag really quick. I, you know, a quick little, uh, little update if you are doing your – Hey, George, say that again. I think you cut out a little bit. Sorry. I was going to say I want to bring up the topic of swag a little bit at the events. If you are, you know, still planning your event and it's coming up and you're kind of back and forth <laughs> when it's going to be, but you have a really cool idea or maybe you have a really great, you know, deal that's going on right now and something you want to pass up, maybe not putting the date. You know, so you can use it, reuse it whenever this lifts, but you have something really cool and you want to embrace it and you want to roll with it, you know, just leave the date off it. And then it all of a sudden it's, it's universal wherever, whenever, however. So depending on where you're getting your shirts printed, you right. could with a little bit of money, get your shirt printed with like a big X, like this is where it could. Oh, and it's crossed I mean, out and redone. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's real cool. Yeah. Like I feel as though like, 
if you can come up with those ways to be fun and creative, like that would be an awesome way of really doing cool. It. I love it. And that's another topic too. Creative swag. Write it down, Dale. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think we could go on this topic just of, of the whole invite or re-invite for so long, but um, I don't think there's any set answer. and I don't think there's any one size fits all either. Um, you know, Dylan, your idea of making a website is awesome. Yes, make a website, but maybe on that website is the video that Jordan spoke about. You know, the video gets emailed out, but it also lives on this website. Um, you know, I do think evites are a good thing, but they do end up in people's spam. And, you know, you got to be cautious of that. Like, you can't rely solely on evites or solely on Facebook invites. You know, they're, they, they really are unreliable to some extent. Right. So, um, Stacy Schwartz uh, comments on it, and she's talking about her event is in June, and she's curious on does she send her invites out? Like right now is when you got to pull that trigger, right? You got to send those, you got to send your, you know, you're within three months now. So what do you do? That's a really tough question. I mean, I think that we all have the idea. If I could answer it, I, I would answer it as yes, send it out as planned with a little yeah. note in there that is cleverly worded that is basically like, here's the invite, but it also might be a save the date. You know, um, call it. We, save, we could make, blend the two. It's called save the invite. There yeah. you go. Yeah, right. you know. So yeah, Stacy, I think that I think that give you a little bit of an idea about where we feel because this thing it, it, we're holding out hope. We're like willing it to be over, uh, and it's just got to be over for us but, and and so, for everyone else. Actually, you know what, Dylan, take your website idea and and um, Stacy, send out your invitations now. But this little piece of paper should also say, for more information, visit right. you know, jonathanschwartzesbarmitzvah.com. Correct. And you know, current information should be posted on there. And you know, that's such a wedding thing to do, but there's no reason why it's not a mitzvah thing. I it's mean, totally nowadays, verbal. Yeah, every bride and groom have a website nowadays. Mitzvahs should be doing the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a, a good way of doing it. So thank you, Stacey. Uh, thank you, Andrea. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, all right, what do you guys got on your side? I know that I'm kind of monitoring like five boards every year. I feel like I'm a producer of a, um, of a radio uh, show. You know, we, make... I just want one tip on that. There is a website called the Appy Couple, A-P-P-Y, Appy Couple. Um, although it was geared towards weddings, as a mitzvah client, you could absolutely use this website to create for free your mitzvah landing page, basically. Um, and then you just send out a link to people. They could either do it through the app or they could go um, to a website and they could get all the information about the upcoming party. They could post uh, well wishes. It's very, very cool. Actually, if you want, Mike, that's the platform that we use for uh, when we went to Collective. Yeah, um, that's where I got the content so from. So. I, what we could actually do if you guys want, if you're interested in what that looks like, that platform, I actually think we could still maybe dial into the um, maybe the platform and, and just maybe screenshot how it lays out, what it looks like. And we could post that for you guys. So you could check that out and see how that lays. So, yeah, super cool. Um, I want to talk about another resource besides this one. Um, Mitzvah Market, which is, you know, probably the biggest website out there right now for Bar About Mitzvah Planning. Mitzvah Market just put a uh, uh, article out and it's called, This is How to Reschedule Your New Jersey Bar About Mitzvah for the Fall. And they were so smart. They reached out to all the key vendors that they work with and asked, you know, what dates do you have left available? So right. 
Um, say your venue is not reopening or they're not opening in time or they don't have the date that you want. Um, if you, I'm looking at it right now, you know, Park Ridge Marriott, Park Ave, Avenue Club, MetLife Stadium, they're listing their available dates. Um, you know, we're, we're on there as well. So, you know, um, it's kind of a, hey, if you need uh, a great venue or a great DJ, a great photographer, uh, and you've been bumped and you don't know where to start, this is a great place to start. There are really, uh, there's still plenty of venues that do have dates available. And some of them are still peak dates and some of them are, you know, your Fridays or your Sundays. But um, I would encourage we'll anybody see. to do the party sooner than later. Well, it was really great play for, for Missile Market too. Shout out to you guys. It's a great, great job. Great idea. Um, becoming the hub, as we like to say. And, and, you know, having everybody come to one spot. It's not spread out. You don't have to look in 50 million different places. Super easy. If you're not turned on to Missile Market yet, uh, MissileMarket.com. Check it out. Uh, amazing, amazing Mitzvah content. And I, I would suspect they did this for other cities too, but I just happen to be looking at the New Jersey page. Super dope. Um, and we will the same- see run. Just just pointing it out, we will see a run on mitzvahs for Fridays and Sundays. We will see it. I, I, if, if this continues at the rate in which, you know, April compromised, I think we're going to see a lot more Fridays and Sundays. Um, right. We've already gotten, you know, a, a couple of calls. So I think that should be in a consideration in your back pocket. Um, and one of the things that comes up with Dylan, uh, when they ask me, Dylan, I don't want it to feel like a Sunday morning, or I don't want it to, I want it to feel like a Saturday evening party. So treat it as such, have your bar, have your, you know, have the room be dark, drape the room, you know, get creative and don't let the mindset change. Let your Saturday night ideas come forth in Sunday afternoons or Fridays. And again, pairing yourself with the proper vendors that can execute you know, that sort of style and just fire on all cylinders um, is also key. So, you know, put it all together and yeah, great stuff, Dill. Um, the I'm going to go back to the mainline page for a second. They are resharing a mitzvah date spreadsheet. And I, I believe a lot of towns or, or predominantly Jewish towns do these Um Get your hands on that. If you're a family in an area that needs to reschedule, here's a complication you could run into. And one of our clients ran into this. They called the venue. They called the photographer. Everybody was available for October 3rd. They rescheduled the party to October 3rd, only to find out that another classmate of the celebrant uh, is also celebrating on October 3rd. And they share so many friends. Invitations haven't gone out yet, but now the new, I'll call it the new mom, the new event, the new mom, she's concerned, what am I, how can I do this? I can't, I'll say, screw over the other family and steal half of their audience because I got bumped. And she's also saying, I don't want my son to lose half of his friends. So if you live in one of these towns that is very predominantly Jewish with a lot of bar mitzvahs, Ask around. There should be a spreadsheet somewhere that says all of the bar mitzvahs that are going on in the town. Um, try to get your hands on that and try to find the appropriate date that doesn't uh, negatively affect you or somebody else. This coronavirus humbled everybody, man. If this was like the real world, they would have taken that date right away, huh? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, mean? I, I, I have a lot of respect for the client that was 100%. Awful. And you it's know, awful. she she now Real against man. her own um, 
positive feeling. She's going to do a Friday night because she said, you know what? I'd rather the kids in, in total celebrate Friday and then go to another party Saturday rather than have to make the decision of which party on Saturday. Right. Yeah. And what happens a lot when we see that, like I know that when you do camps, for example, there's a lot of the same kids. We've done events where we were in the afternoon with that same group of kids that were in the evening with. So kids will party regardless. If you have it at the same time, you do run the risk of either them not showing up to yours and going to the other one or vice versa or splitting, going to cocktail hour through, you know, through the candle lighting and then going to the other event. So on behalf of your kids, think about what will impact them the greatest and having all their friends there is one of the key factors, I think. Really great stuff. Um, I got to give a shout out to Mark Klatskin, a good friend of ours in the industry. Marky Mark. One of you were talking about swag. Um, he made a comment. Just don't put a date on the swag. If, if you're in the planning stage right now, continue. Order those t-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever it is, but don't date it. Um, and, and his point is actually very relative, not even to just this Corona situation, but in general, who wants to wear a t-shirt that says, I survived Johnny's bar mitzvah 2016. Right. So if there's no date on it, it's relative indefinitely. Well, you know what? Actually, that tagline, I survived Johnny's bar mitzvah, is actually, write that down. <laughs> write that down. That's a, nice little, that's a nice little play on words right now. You might want to use that. <laughs> um, as Dylan's coughing away there, you better be okay, man. Nope. nope. Dylan, if you go, I get the clock. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> uh, any other good posts that uh, anybody's seen right now that we let me, should let me scroll through my phone real quick yo shout out to andrea hecht who is actually reposting everything for you guys um she's posting links and mike you see her on the feed and uh she's putting all the stuff down just trying to make our lives a little bit so easier. i saw one that was i am june 20th and i don't know what to do like I, okay you know we're holding we're holding out hope but i don't know what to do we talked about this last week. We talked about it the week before. Right now, right this second, from our perspective, Explosive Entertainment, we haven't had anyone move events May and June yet. Mm -hmm. We just haven't. Like, if it's been one event, it might have been a corporate event or like a, a small wedding. But for right. the most part, everyone is optimistic, at least our clients, our families. Right. They're optimistic that this thing will clear itself up by the mid-May, June. Oh, man, it's so, better. I don't necessarily want to say, like, do nothing. But yeah, what they've done is they've reached they reached out to me and said, do you have this date available? We mm -hmm. can't do this event without you. And I have – we're trying to be as understanding as – I penciled them in on my personal calendar. I said, I will never leave you guys hanging. Um, but they're not ready to make the decision about moving yet. I don't want them to either. It's just that's a big headache that, you, that you're taking on maybe prematurely. And so I think it's a good thing because you're, you're hitting all the feelers, putting, putting the feelers out just a little bit, you know, like, again, keep your process, keep, you know, status quo. We're, we're moving ahead June 20th, the whole nine. But putting the feelers out, definitely not a bad idea. I just, we just want our families to understand that it's okay to be nervous, but let's not make a quick decision prematurely. Right. Because your party is going to kick ass being in June because it's, it was a long time coming. Sure is. And it's going to kick ass anytime, but like I know that our parties are going to rock when this thing clears up. So, and I say when, because I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out the optimism. I believe this thing is going to turn itself around and will be great. 
I'm with you, Dylan. I think that everybody is eager to get out, to celebrate, to have some drinks with friends and family, you know, and uh, uh, man, I, the time is, is coming, man. The time is coming to be back out. I, I mean, if we got to throw parties with some social distancing, let's roll. Let it be the theme. Embrace did it. You, Can you imagine? Did you see? Did you do what Rob Frey did? Dude, shout out to Rob Frey. He, his truck. And yes. DJed down the streets yes. of his like hometown, and everyone parted in their own driveway. Amazing! I was watching people do the macarena in their driveways, a hundred feet from each other. It's really cool. Like amazing. Rob, it, I don't know how exactly it translates. Rob, I don't know how exactly it translates, but yeah, it's awesome. Hip hop parade, baby. <laughs> um, any other comments come through on your side, Dill? So a lot of them are, are when should I pull the trigger? And I think that the end result is don't pull the trigger until you absolutely have to. I think that, I think that thing. So when, when do we change our date and then call first, who are our first people? I think that everyone you have on the books right now, they should be called in tandem, like your venue, your photographer, your DJ, everyone should be called within the same day. Um, and you got to let them know, listen, this is our consideration. And I think being honest and upfront and knowing that most of your venues and vendors are running, you know, small businesses and they're operating the best that they can, having a little sympathy that goes two ways, uh, goes a long way in this situation. We're, we're trying to do our thing here as well. And I think that the big important thing to know is, you know, we want to do right by you. And I think that the families who know that they want to do right by us in the same, in the same token is, is going a long way for us. I don't know what you guys think, but that's, that's something think, that's been pretty I think cool. you're spot on, man. I think you're super spot on. I, I can tell you that there have been some clients that have been tougher with us, um, and we want to do everything we can to accommodate them, but then there have been some com clients that have been so thankful and appreciative of everything that we've done that you're right. It makes me want to go the extra mile for that client. You know? Right. Um, and, and I hate to say it, but, I mean, we're as real as we can be on this podcast, and, you know uh, – we, you know, we there's certain people that we would so much rather help because they're so helpful for us, you know. Uh, so, one of the check this out. So, I, I I think that this is a really cool thing that has come across my desk for the last week, which is what can we do to help as mitzvah families? What can we do to help? Right. And for us. Obviously, you know, we want to show, we're showing you great understanding, show us great understanding. I think that goes a long way, but what can you do to help? Stay in helps, but also leave a, you know, rate, leave a review. Even if it's, you know, we haven't had an our event yet, but everything's been going so great. And although we're about canceling or postponing, these guys have been awesome. Five stars. Like posting reviews, leaving comments, interacting with the social pages, those things help us right. as a which will really put us on trajectory to be even bigger and better when we come out of this thing. So if you want to know what you can do to help us as a small business and what you can do for all of your vendors, supportive and understanding and social on all on all fronts. Make sure you're following the mixed cloud, make sure you're following the um Instagram, make sure you're following the, the Facebook, all of those things. I'm going to go one better. Dill, right. you, first of all, shout out to your mix that you put out the other day. 
super awesome. Moombaton. Oh, we get on to the, mu the music feel. What I'm, I'm going to call out right now, if you, I love putting down mixes. Mike, you made one today. Dylan, you know, you made one the other day. If you're having a birthday, if you're having a, if your birthday's coming up, if, you know, you're celebrating something, you want to invite your friends over for a little social, social distancing party, put a message in the comment, DM myself, let me know. I'll come on for an hour or whatever, and I'll rock, the, I'll rock that party for you. I'm putting it out here right now. Shoot me a message. If, you're, if something's coming up in the next couple <coughs> weeks and you're in the area, you want to bring your friends onto the driveway, everybody chill out, hang out, dance, yell, scream, whatever, get a little energy going, I will bump that thing. We'll put it through the house. We'll put it into a speaker if you have an out outdoor system, whatever, and let's rock and roll. How about that? So you are offering private DJ sessions? 100% all day. All right. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's a pretty good. Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Let's go. Hey, yeah, this, this is words of a guy without a kid because I don't. This is I'm, true. I'm, I'm teaching basic math when I'm not, uh, you know, rescheduling events right now. But don't worry, Mikey. I'll, I promise to tag you. So you'll be all right. Okay. Thank you. It'll be cool. Um, so I, idea, though, why not? Let's have some fun with this. It's, it's obviously not going anywhere anytime. Not, not soon, but like, you know, right now. So let's, let's embrace it. We got to run with it and make some lemonade. Listen, I, I saw a post that I think we should talk about also. And I think, Jordan, it was one that you sent out earlier today and it was a client that was pissed that their venue wouldn't refund a deposit. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, okay. venues for a second. I mean, it's, it's a sensitive topic, but sensitive. Uh, venues are different than us because we could do five, six, seven, eight parties simultaneously if need be. You know, there is only one Jordan. There's only one Dylan, but, you know, if you booked explosive, you should be okay with an alternative yeah, MC like, within the brand. Like right here. Yes. Um, but you book, and I won't call out a specific venue, but you book, you know, venue ABC. They only could do one party at a time or only one party at a day. They've been holding a date for you for two years. You call now and you say, hey, my party's uh, March 28th, this Saturday. I need to reschedule. What available Saturdays do you have? And they say, we're sorry, we are booked solid for next nine months on Saturdays. We could give you a Friday or a Sunday. And what do you do? You know, I, as a client, you've already signed a contract with them. Now, they're doing their best within their legal limits to uphold that contract. They're giving you options. Um, it's not the option that you really want. A Friday or Sunday might not be what you really want. But to then go online and blast the venue it well, so I think Mike, I think, what you just did, and I'm sorry, Dylan, what you just did was, was really cool, actually, explaining the theory behind the venue. A lot of people don't know, Mike, that you used to run a venue, you know, back when you first started. So, you know, you are such a great resource to speak, not on behalf of the venues, but like kind of getting what, what they're doing. So I think a lot of people, like you just said, just might not understand why this is happening. So the, the you know, just explaining something like that and, and, and the process and what they're dealing with is monstrous. Yeah, I think that um, you have to understand that, you know, the dates are the product, right? It's what we have available. And putting them on blast isn't going to get you very far. It's just not. Like we talked about it earlier, we would rather do things for families who are super into it and super understanding and they right. love us and we love them for it. So we'd rather do more for them. We, I mean... We, we treat every family like it's cloud nine, but if we can get to 10, 11, 12, just because you guys are great to us, we want to do that. Right. Well, my suggestion for the family that, you know, 
was a Saturday night and gets bumped to a Sunday is, you know, don't be angry about it, but ask, you know, what creative steps can you, ABC Venue, do to help me make this feel like it's a Saturday night? Can, can you provide drapery to make the room darker? Or, you know, can you pour the drinks a little stiffer? I mean, whatever it might be to make it feel more like it's a Saturday night. Um, you know, and work with all your vendors because we're all sympathetic. I mean, it, we, I know that I would, I'd be willing to bring out a couple extra lights and make it look more clubby if, you know, if that was a simple solution and it makes somebody happy and save a venue's, you know, uh, a venue that we work well with. Yeah, put it right out there. Play it off the, off the words, off the invite, man. Call, you know, Sunday's the new Saturday. Like, put it in people's brains that we're going to turn up. You know, like if you yep. can take the proper steps to, you know, it's all a mind thing. It's, it's, it's all up here. Like people, you know, the days of the week or, or whatever, you know, oh, it feels like Monday. Well, really, what's Monday? You know what I mean? Like it's up here. It's the beginning of the week, you know? So if, if you could find a way to kind of tap, you know, the brain pain a little bit and, and redirect, you know, what people are thinking, thinking, you know, you'll get, you know, a better reaction. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for the venues. I, I really do. I, I think I feel bad for venues more than I feel bad for ourselves, which <laughs> is kind of funny to say. But, you know, as every venue that I've spoken to is, is in a different situation. And, um, you know, you've got corporate hotels that are being given directives from people across the country that said, you know, when, you're, you, when your property hits an occupancy of 20% or below, it's not efficient for us to even operate. So we have to close our doors until we could gain, you know, that traction, like the proper traffic. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, that's a crazy situation, but you know, you might have a, a banquet room booked, but it just doesn't make sense for the hotel financially to open up the doors um, to pay all of the bills it requires to, to open the door. So man, I feel for the client in that case too, but you know, I've also heard of, um, you know, small venues that, you know, a lot of these places, they, the profit level on food and beverage, I should say, is very low. It's based on volume. That's the only way that these places really do well. So um, if, you're not, if you're not there purchasing the stuff, it, it ain't happening. Yeah. And, and when, when these venues are told, hey, we got to be closed for, you know, four weekends, and they only make money on weekends, really, you know, really Saturdays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but Saturdays when these places make money. That's another huge they, point, Mike. Huge point. They're losing all opportunity. And I mean, may, maybe the, um, you know, for, for a venue to lose four weekends is the equivalent of you saying to a, uh, an attorney, a lawyer, a accountant, whatever, hey, you have to go four weeks without salary. It's, right. it, it's not like one day. It's the equivalent of a week. And that's why real companies take deposits because the deposit allows us to keep our opera going and you know what a quick quick little touch on deposits guys regardless of of what you're booking what service venue entertainment photographer your vendors i know us us too will be flexible with you don't think that you know oh man i can't do this right now you know there can't be any outgoing money going it's just i understand times are definitely tough and you know everybody's you know been reeled back in to what's absolutely necessary and important but something small i know we'll take you know just to know if if, if a client is interested in our brand a 250 dollars deposit or maybe you know 200 dollars just to say hey i'm good i'm cool and 
we like what you guys are putting out there. Let's revisit this. But here's my, here's my lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, so, and that piggybacks into kind of striking now while the iron's hot, because again, and we spoke about it a little bit on the other cast that we just did, um, how, because all the dates are being moved, now the dates that were open are getting filled up again. So it's all just snowballing and rolling and rolling and rolling. And the more that, unfortunately, that, that you wait, you know, the chances of, of, of getting locked out are, are, are greater. A lot of information on this podcast and uh, times are changing daily. So uh, guys, yeah. unless you have anything else to add, I think we should wrap this one and uh, put a bow on it, Mikey. Yep. 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 So episode 54, Dylan looks like you got a friend over there. Yeah. The doggy came to play. <laughs> yes. Hey, Lou. What up? Little cameo. I like it. I, I, well, last week it was my daughter, you know, popping in. Now, now you got uh, Lou over there. And Mike, let's uh, let's cross promote um, our our show for later today. If if people want to continue talking about this and just jump on, uh, we are doing a sponsor talk from QSC. Um, shout out to QSC, uh, our incredible friends over there. Great audio gear, speaker gear. Um, they're tremendous and have given us an outlet to be their hosts for uh, Amplified this afternoon. This will be three o'clock our time, uh, twelve o'clock West Coast, and uh, we're gonna do it all again. I, yeah, that's going to be a lot more, inter, uh, you know, interesting industry talk. It's going to be, yeah. you know, more focused directly to how it affects the businesses like ours and like venues and like live talent, things of that and, nature. And it's interesting. So, yeah, even if you are planning, it might be a good chat to jump in on and just see, like, you know, how we're dealing with dealing with it. We're going to have industry pro Nate Nelson on there, who's uh, out of Dallas, Texas. Shout out to LaForce. Um, super dope company. Really cool. So it'll be good to get his perspective on everything out there. So, any final thoughts? Uh, let this shit end quickly. <laughs> hey, we used the A word twice and the S word once. That's our three. We hit the max. We're good. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, that, uh, that covers that. We will post this soon. Um, but otherwise, wash your hands, right? Yes. Hey, you know hey, I, do, I do have a hey, final hey, thought, hey. gentlemen. I, I do have a final thought. My, you know, I, I posted yesterday on Facebook. I, I found out that my daughter's school is now postponed until April 20th. Um, Dylan, you asked, uh, you know, clients are saying, when do I know, you know, should I start my party? And look, if schools are willing to reopen, and it's not a definite yet that they're reopening then, but if, if day camps are going to open, you know, the end of June or schools are going to open in May or whatever the situation is, if it's good enough for a public setting like that, it better be good enough for you know, your, your family function. Yep. Good talk. Awesome guys. Mastering mitzvahs, doing it again. Dylan Weissman, Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check out the repost, follow us on all things explosive entertainment, all of our social platforms. And we'll catch you guys next time. Great. Take care.